0: Once again, welcome to another Professional Goblins Podcast. Um I'm one of your hosts, Scott, and uh Scott Gladstein with me as always is
1: Mike Myler. Hi everyone, how are you all doing today?
0: And uh always exuberant and smiling is
1: uh Savannah Broadway, uh potentially joined later by my co pilot Pally.
0: I have two dogs stalking around here, though I don't know if they want to be on the camera. And uh... Uh, She's considering it, but you know. And who's a strange bearded man that we have in our, uh, in, in the, uh, hang out with us today?
2: I am Anjimin Jolly, which is just a joking nickname I use, and some people believe it's real.
0: All right, well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll believe in you if you believe in you. Uh, no,
2: not so, gonna happen.
0: So who, <laughs> should find it? why should people care? Because I know, we, we love you deeply, we care for you
2: deeply. Why do you start with this attack on my self-esteem? <laughs>
1: Are you negging our guests, Scott?
2: Never,
3: Jeez. never. We're not that far from you, Scott. We could drive up in in less than a day and be be there. Just so you know, it's oh, not right.
2: difficult, man.
0: But I, I welcome, I welcome it. But so, so tell us about yourself, your uh, your projects where you worked on, et cetera, et cetera.
2: Well, I started as a guide writer. Which, if you just Google me, you'll be able to see that I've written tons of class guides and all sorts of fun stuff like that. And then uh, I went on and did a little project that Pathfinder people might know called Kinetis at Porphyra. I've
0: heard heard about this before.
3: Purple Duck Games, right?
2: Mm -hmm. And one went on to four because they kept on selling ridiculously well, which ended me up at Legendary Games. And then the most recent big thing that I've done is Spheres of Might, which I am ridiculously proud to see has been nominated for an Ennie this year.
0: Congratulations. Uh, no. My my big highlight of the week was I was compared one of our products was compared to yours. And I was like,
2: uh oh. <laughs> I, I now that's my highlight of the week. Sorry, Annies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but say the fact that I got compared to the Spheres of Might was something I'm like, alright man. Hey, that's higher praise than I'm willing to give myself. So um, if you guys don't know, uh, if your first show, oh God, I'm so sorry. No, um, (laughs) our format, we have a formatted show. We run through a bunch of sections. Each of us kind of talks on it. And um, at the end our guest gets to talk about whatever he wants and it might be college football or something equally as exciting. Um, (laughs) Sorry, it's an inside joke. So no first, college football. No, no college, college football. football. Professional, maybe. Uh, so, the first one is uh, gaming stories. It's either, you know, stories from games that we've been in recently, or a story from a game where we learned a lesson. Um, I have a really good one for this for this week. Um, but does any of you do any of you guys want to go? Uh,
1: so? First off, does anyone remember if I talked about Scrim, the uh, the Kanku Warlock?
3: Yes, you have yeah. talked about because you were like I hate playing Kenku, How does anybody do this? So
1: anyway. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Okay, I I will come up with I'll go last because I All need right. to come up with something else to talk about. All right, and do you have
2: uh, a something for us? Um I have an old story from uh was... when I when I first started.
1: I mean, it's new to us, so.
2: So, I I started in Eberron because I had a blessed childhood, I guess. And, oh, uh, no, you're
3: a butler. I don't like, know if there's anybody why, bet blessing Butler, like dude. They're like the people who made Jeep took all of the Butler blessings all at once and left the rest of you without I him. mean
2: you're right, but why this is the second attack I've had on me. I've earned them, but why?
3: <laughs> it was on, on Butler. It's because it's a terrible place. I feel bad for Butler though.
2: You should. Yeah. Anyway. So, my friends and I, this was one of our first games and I was playing a War Mage and we had gotten on an airship and for some reason like one of our play one of the people in our group he's just gonna be a huge jerk and like a weird racist As one because, does. like yeah you find out things about people when you play with them and uh we got on an airship and he's insulting the captain who's a half elf and he calls him a quarter monkey and we're like wow that's weird math and racism <laughs> that is weird math <laughs> yeah so like we're not we're just muscling past that and we get told there's some scary stuff in the cargo hold and so me and my friend Jason we go down there he's a rogue and we get told there's one guard down there and we're like cool we're gonna knock him out so GM's like roll and we attack and it was a one and so he's like you just swing over the guy's head and you knock his hat off I'm like okay I gotta turn I'm gonna hit him now and it's another one he's like you, you like click him clip him in the jaw and it hurts him a lot but he doesn't care and the guard just looks over and is like, "What are you guys doing?" We're like, "We <laughs> has to beat you up." He's mm-hmm. like, "If you, the cargo holds open to anyone."
1: Oh no!
2: <laughs> and like we kind of look at him, and we've still got our dice in our hand, like we could still attack him, right?
1: <laughs>
3: oh no! He's <laughs> seen too much.
1: <laughs> so we Oh go, no! We he's go. <laughs> he's immune to dice.
0: <laughs> he knows our shame.
1: So we
2: we go in there, and we have this big epic fight where we end up burning out the entire base of the uh, airship that we were on. And the captain pulls us aside, and like uh, our racist warforge playing friend, me and Jason, are all standing in front of the captain. He's like, you better have a good explanation for what you did. And this is my first time playing, and I'm like, I'm going to tell him the Warforge just set himself on fire and start touching stuff. (laughs) And the GM looks at me in that way that's like, it's a bluff check, but it's going to have to be like 20. And I roll an 18. Jason rolls like a 12 to assist. And the GM rolls his uh, he rolls his sense motive. And he just looks down at us. And he sighs. And he's like, the captain takes the Warforge and ties him to the mast. <laughs> and that's how we got rid of him. That's beautiful.
1: There we go.
0: So, um, last weekend, or I run these one-shots on Fridays sometimes. Um, mm. And so, last time, I was just like, you know what? I want to do a crime one. Let's do it. Now, if you guys remember my story about the evil one-shot I ran that ended in blood and orgies and everything. The we best kind of the clear. same players. The premise was they'd killed a uh, the local lord of this, like, or this local crime boss who'd been, like, in the backstory, they, they killed him. Um, as part of an Adventurer's Guild quest, what they didn't realize mm. was he was the son of the world's greatest assassin. We're talking like taken John Wick style character. Mm. Um, so their job was to sneak into a dwarven wedding to ask the boss of bosses, like the mafioso boss to as a wedding gift after they gave him something to uh, for to call him off. That was their only cho- their only uh, chance. Uh, they were eighth level, and I didn't tell this in you two files by the way. Mike.
3: It's actually really easy with the podcast upload.
0: Yep, all right, let's see if this works. This should work a little bit better now.
3: Okay, we drop resolution and hopefully it is better.
0: There we go. That looks a little bit better, guys? Okay, we drop
3: resolution. Yeah, I mean, it looks fine to me. It it seems like it's stopped starting, but we'll find out in a couple of minutes if it's going to hold up or not. A little lower resolution
0: is all. Hoping it works. All right, let's,
3: let's keep going. Uh, Sometimes
0: I get lag spikes and we'll do that. I guess I'm not able to support that big. I'm
3: going to do a lesson one. I'm going to do lesson one. All right, And this nice. is more of a meta lesson, because I've mentioned it before. Uh, it's got to do with Powered by the Apocalypse. Um, so I guess two years ago, Gen Con, I was like, oh, am I going to go Gen Con or not? And then the indie game developer, network was like, oh, well, we really need GMs, and we'll give you a ticket and stuff. You only got to run, like, two or three games. And I was like, oh, shit, well, that's an amazing deal. I remember hearing from Savannah, I was like, oh my god, I'm running so much Pathfinder stuff, I'm losing my mind. So, yeah, yeah. I was like, three games, it's easy. And I looked through the list, and I was like, okay, whatever, not into that, not into that, because mostly I just do like D20 stuff and the occasional uh, D6 games. And I ran into one, I was like, oh my god, Apocalypse Superheroes, that's the one. So I signed up for all the Apocalypse Superheroes one. And then like, uh, two months later, I get an email uh, from like the creator of the game. He's like, hey, let me know if you have any questions or whatever, here's a PDF. And I start looking over, I'm like, the fuck is this thing? Because it's not it's not apocalyptic superheroes, it's like uh go go teen titans <laughs> using the power by the apocalypse system.
1: Oh, in- that's why you hate the bad by the apocalypse system. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, I was
3: I was like, oh fuck me in the butt like what am I gonna do? Cause it's too late to back out because they would have been screwed, and that's like 12 people weren't gonna to play a game, and I'm not gonna leave them hanging. So, like I read all the rules and made sure I understood it. And then I read The Avengers, and I was like, all right. Tossing that out the window. And at each game, I'd sat down and be like, OK, everybody here? All right, here's what's up. Uh, here's what they want me to run. I'm setting this over here. Play whatever you want. Use the rules as much as we have to. And let's all just have a good time. Wait, and that's, real game. that's what we did. I don't know if we did proper, like, the, the exact, like, teenage superhero thing they were all shooting for, <laughs> me running it. But they all enjoyed themselves. Everybody was very pleased. and made sure they were all super happy with it. Uh, Lesson to learn there is carefully read what you are signing up to do for a convention. Uh, A lot of times, people organize things differently and title things in ways that might not make sense. So make sure you understand the details of what you are agreeing to do before you do it when you are helping out a game company at a convention. And above all, make sure that everyone has fun. Even if you fuck up and you don't do a great representation of their game or whatever, as long as everybody walks away having had a good time, you have succeeded at what you were supposed to do
1: you literally have one job
3: that is true, yeah, you got one job
1: everybody
0: we say when the rules get in the way of the fun, you're not doing it right
1: yeah and it, like for for what it's
3: worth the power by be Apocalypse system is actually not that bad of a system. it was just definitely the wrong genre for me to do it. With.
1: <laughs> that is fair yeah. uh I mm, yeah, no. No, I would not use that. I mean, there are rules for when you have sex with people. I don't associate that with Teen Titans. No, like, the version no. I grew up with, personally. Uh, the,
3: the game is Masks. It's not actually powered. I mean, like, it's is powered by the apocalypse, but the name of the game I'm talking about is Masks. And that's okay. that's, that's, what that's what it
0: is. a really is. good
3: miniseries, Masks. Uh... Uh, the, the game is done very well. No, I, my I mean, name of
0: the game, there's a comic series called Masks.
3: Oh yeah, I'm sure.
0: There was like a
2: show too, or something.
0: What?
3: There was an old animated cartoon called
0: Masks. Yeah, that's that's a different one. That's isn't that the acronym Masks? Mm-hmm. Was like, yeah. That was a weird show. I remember that they put on different things and they got the different like abilities. I don't remember. It was cool.
3: It's cool. The line joke.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it reminded me of right. also, It's like it's kind of like GI Joe, but with weird attachable things to people. Um, oh, good. All right, should we move on to the next section?
1: Well, oh, I have my Savannah. story, Jesus oh, yeah. right. ah, Scott. Are, I, I, I am really not close agreeable. enough to drive up and show you what's what, but <laughs> blarg. Um, but anyway, no. So I, I, um, inspired by your story of Bethany, uh, I had a character, and their whole concept was based on the fact that they had sold their soul to a devil. Big shock, I know. Uh, and in order to tried to find a way to buy their soul back and also to dodge that devil's minions. Uh, she was constantly rotating through various disguises. Like, she, she was a rogue and so she took all the talents
2: mm-hmm.
1: that... Uh, she an investigator? I, I think she was a rogue. Anyway, she took all the, like, really quick change disguises yeah. and yeah. Like, had this elaborate disguise kit and after putting all this effort, like, into making personas and da-da-da... The group gets shanghaied onto a pirate ship, a la Skulls and Shackles. Okay. Oh. And do you know how hard it is to pretend to be four different people when you're on a pirate ship? <laughs> it's really hard, as it turns out. Do
3: you uh, not have so, any other robes you could dress up as your personas?
1: I mean, that would have been awesome, but no. Oh. Uh, so it just turned out that, like... All the PCs and most of the NPCs—they weren't sure which were the personas and which was actually me. Huh? But they all knew that, like, oh, the cook's assistant and the fortune teller and the dancing girl and I—I I was oh—and the uh, Roberta Hook uh, <laughs> were all, in fact, the same person. And they—they were—they were very confused. It also went badly. Because when you're the cook's assistant, it helps be able to know how to cook, and I knew nothing <laughs> yeah. about cooking.
2: It helps. It's not required.
1: It's not required. Hey, I could have peeled potatoes, but you know what? In skulls and shackles, the the cook is like a super depressed drunk. So you no peeling is... potatoes. Make a good eggs Benedict or get keel hauled. Uh <laughs> oh. So. All right.
0: So well, now right. we move on to the next set. Okay, yeah, so I, I am mess. very ashamed of myself. Um, I, I, I will even say this. Savannah, tonight you have far nicer hair than I do. Oh. A- as a, way of, as a way of making amends. Um, I mean,
1: I got this nice little, like, silvery rogue swatch in the front, so yeah. that, that upgrades it, let's be fair. All
0: right, so, Mike, future editing. Here's your favorite working project.
3: Oh, well, I'm not doing, I don't know if we're uploading to YouTube anymore now. Oh, we yeah, have no, actual cool podcast. With, now. Yeah. Which We're by the way,: Everybody really? loves the rifts, guys. The rift episodes are far and away the most yeah? popular really? Yeah. All right well, I'm well, glad uh,
1: Pirates of the dark, <laughs> dark Yes,
3: Pirates of Elfquest <laughs> <Pirates> Oh <of Elfquest. laughs> uh.
1: All right, so what are you
0: guys working on this week? Oh. <sighs> Uh, uh, oh
1: wait, I swapped up my favorite, uh, project that I'm not working on with the one that I am working on. I'm not working on Masks of Narlathotep. Uh, I'm still working on Lake of Blood, which is the how to make your game into a giant monster movie. Everyone so likes a giant monster
0: movie. is there an actual Lake of
1: Blood? Uh, I mean, not literally.
2: I could've, I could've gone for like, there. an ocean of blood there.
1: I mean, it's a giant pike that pops out of the water and, like, mauls cattle. So like it is a lake in which there is blood and a creature capable of like letting blood, but it is not entirely blood, which is good. Like the thing's a mile deep. Come on.
3: False advertising.
1: Logistically, it would be a nightmare.
3: It would be. I was just thinking that like man, the insects around a lake of blood would be
1: horrible. Oh my god! So foul, so quick, you know. Um, That's true. Would it be like? It would, would it be, like, magically, like, sort of gentle repose so it's always yeah. at a certain level of decay?
0: Otherwise, you're gonna end up with a lot of congealed, oh. dried, gunky...
1: I mean, yeah. That's, that's not true. a good lake
0: at all.
3: Rolling around, yeah. Now, I can dig on that. But the bugs would be too much for me, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying i go swimming in it. I might, like, jet ski, but not, like... Swimming.
1: Oh! That would be so messy! <sighs> yeah. uh. Anyway, yes, there's that, <laughs> and it doesn't involve jet skiing, sadly. Ah, but my, it my does God. provide it like. that
2: was, was the good
1: most good.
3: metal jet moto character ever. Uh, oh,
1: but God, it God, does God, definitely uh, suggest like, oh man, you know, what if your characters think that it's a giant monster fish when actually it's a submarine? When just kidding, there's a submarine, but there's also a giant monster. So you know. Definitely, how do you take movie-making techniques and yeah. make it into a good game?
0: That's actually pretty interesting. I like that. You like How about um, you two, Lucky Dogs? What are you guys up to?
3: Now, now is out and available in hardcover and already an Electrum bestseller, which is dope. Is? Now, the uh, 1980s modern action RPG that I made for uh, EM World uh trade war stuff i wrote everything and laid it out up until the final battle stuff and then i started layout on book of exalted darkness shadow of the demon lords converted today Mm -hmm. Yeah, i'm into chapter four only
0: formatting yay
3: 12 more to go yes so so
0: when i format i'll I'll do it sometimes during work days when everyone else is on We on sundays and we're on discord so they just hear me going fuck God damn. Damn it. No. Change that. Don't don't change the other thing. My, 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 my editors and designers are just like, Scott, you're formatting today, aren't you? Yeah, how'd you know?
3: Hmm? Whoops. I've had it like, set on my task queue for maybe two or three weeks, and I, I just delayed it. And I it, it's... Uh, I'm so stupid about it. I should just do it, but I'm afraid, because as soon as you get into it, mm-hmm. that's all you can do. You can try yeah. to do something else, and you might maybe get something done. But that's not really what you're doing. You're just distracting yourself because you're in it and there's no getting out of it until you're done. So I'm, there's always a trepidation just like starting me the Once design the
0: starts, it's just you get in that zen. Like there's that spot. It like, consumes you. Like, yeah, I, I've done it for like eight hours. Just put, I just where I put the same <laughs> song on over and over. So I'll have like the same loop for like four hours.
3: You know what I do it from like 12 done? to 13 a day when I'm doing this, man.
0: Like, you, know what, you know what song I put on? last time and it really got messed with me was the he-man like hey yay yay song
1: oh (laughs) my god like
0: four hours straight on a loop it was great
3: i just run um daft punk when i start to get tired i put on a daft punk loop
0: daft punk and gorillas are a lot of what i loop
3: i get sleepy on the gorillas i like i have it around but like the daft punk is when i'm like starting on
1: that end would be a great band name what Daft punk and the gorillas would be a great band name
0: yeah, have you guys heard the new album yet?
2: No. Of Death Punk and the Gorillas?
0: <laughs> it's really <laughs> know, exciting, guys. Yeah. The new, the new now is what it's called.
2: No, I have not heard the new now yet. It's
0: pretty good. It's pretty good. It's it's very. It's much more mellow than their other stuff, which is weird to say. A little bit more upbeat though. I like it. Just came out. Okay. All right. So um, so um, uh, Ian. Ian, yeah. What are you up to?
2: Well, I just finished off Legendary Cavaliers, like four days ago, and I'm super glad to have that done. I would have had it done sooner, but I recently moved and they didn't install our internet for about 14 days.
1: Oh, ooh. Sounds about
2: right. it. it was nightmarish.
1: That's yes.
2: But right now I am planning on working on a new project, which uh, a few people out there might have heard that I said I would never do. Uh, I'm going to be doing Legendary Alchemist.
0: Yeah? Not a big Alchemist fan?
2: Scott, Google me. It is the first thing that shows up on my name. okay. It's an Alchemist guy. Okay. But the thing is, I I had been known as somebody who said I wouldn't touch it because I didn't like how archetypes and discoveries were handled. Ah, okay. Because there is a violent amount of archetypes which could just be discoveries. And so so, uh, a lot of people know that I've said, I would never touch it. I would never touch it. And now I have a solid idea. I am taking on an apprentice for this, because I am really trying to help newer designers get out there and get their names out there. And I am super amped to get it done because I have character art I really want drawn. Are you
3: taking an apprentice or are you taking an intern?
2: Which one sounds better?
1: I <laughs> mean, apprentice sounds pay. better. Uh, intern implies that they don't get paid. Yes,
2: I'll say both then.
3: <laughs> there So, are you doing like um? Are you taking like a uh advanced class or what? What's the or unchained alchemist kind of approach? Or are you,
2: or you like? Oh yeah, definitely. We're okay. rebuilding it from the ground up. Cool, cool, cool. Like. I, I passed the point where I would do, like, feature content for new, for classes, and everything I do with the Legendary line is a rebuild.
3: Alright, okay.
2: Because people took really well to Legendary Kineticist 2, which had the Legendary Kineticist. Uh, people still love Legendary Shifter, which was a full from the ground up rebuild. And so I am just having fun redesigning the game one class at a time.
0: (laughs) Just in time for Pathfinder Um, 2.
1: Well, since we were talking about it, um, do you have a specific thing that you listen to whenever you are are writing or doing whatever for a long period of time?
2: Definitely either the Mad World soundtrack Mm -hmm. or Anarchy Reigns soundtrack. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard of either of those games, but they have this... They have this indie rap soundtrack that go along with them. And it's just really amping up me. Like, we I, go. I would definitely check them out.
0: I've, I've listened to the Mad World one. That's good. Um, let's see, what am I up to?
3: You're um, apparently uh, very quiet, Scott.
0: Oh, I know what's up. Cool. Well, it's because I'm not here is what it is. But I'm sitting back here when I talk. I OK. Shouldn't.
1: I'll Chat that just says, being quiet.
0: Test, test, test. There we go. And I'm a little louder. Um, so, what am I up to? I've been doing stuff for uh, Fat Goblin. I just took over their Pathfinder Starfinder line line manager position. Um, so, I'm helping. I'm, I'm getting my hands on all that, and there's a mm. lot of stuff going for that. Um, I'm working for... I'm touching it last week. We're doing what's called... I'm actually almost done with it. Uh, all Path Teamwork, which is... Just bonkers. It deals with shared content and kind of party agreed upon stuff. Mm. So, let's say you want a sh- like you have an airship. How does that, how does the party build that airship into the party and advance it and treat it and does this and that? And how do they customize it? Um, whole thing about like how to actually use leadership without it breaking your game
3: because sometimes it gets a little wonky.
1: Um, sometimes.
3: What <sighs> do you mean my 45 followers can't get into the dungeon? That's bullshit! Bob is first!
0: Um, I actually, I wrote, there's a class that utilizes as, as a main class feature, but I also literally wrote two or three pages of, here's how it works, here's what we suggest you change, here's how, if you're a GM, here's how you handle this, here's the issues involved, here are implementation options, here are ways to address it depending on your game type, yada, yada, yada. I wrote a few thousand words on that because I like I, the idea of it. I hate the implementation of it.
1: I feel like Powered by the Apocalypse, well, specifically Apocalypse World, handles that sort of thing really well because there are lots of classes that their whole thing is like, I lead a biker gang. Like, I have a cult that follows me around or whatever.
0: We, um, one of the classes in there deals with the troop template redesigned a little bit but still um one lets you play a chimera this is one of the most favorite my favorite <laughs> thing that we've written recently is this is basically an alternate rule reverse the roles you are a many-headed uh monster that is controlled by all the players in the party and there are rules for ta- take turns and everything and build it it is the most fun social thing i've done in a long time was building the collect the character it was we were laughing our butts off building it
1: that does sound good
0: um because people laughed about what if we took this what the hell would that look like oh god it would grow an extra arm like this and uh, <laughs> it was great um indie platypus yeah um we're, we're talking about this big project that i've talked about to some other developers called and the kitchen sink which is all the stuff that you have like 90 percent written that you never got published for uh ah, pathfinder one i'm out ah. just just one of those like alright, dude, I wrote this race up, it never got into a book, um... Bah. And it's put it in a book, I think we have, like, 50-something entries at this point, from our own internal stuff, that's just, like, it's mostly written, it would take an hour to get it done, and we just started throwing that together now, and I'm like, it's one of those, it's gonna be on the back burner for a bit, but when it comes out, it's just gonna be like, here's 1,800 pages that Scott formatted while drunk and half asleep, you pay us five bucks, maybe, you know, like... <laughs> Well, that's a good 10, business model. What? Yeah, it's a great That is a
2: good business model.
0: <laughs> no, it uh, wouldn't we'll, we'll like be the like you know I mean. It might end up going to a charity thing. I don't know what it's going to end up as. But um, yeah, that's what I'm working on. I'm working on teamwork, all-path teamwork, still on Nogwall and still on, uh, what's it called? Uh, Divine Dungeon stuff. And we are done for that now. So, good times. So, um...
3: Starfinder, news and speculation! Okay, hold on. Oh, no wait, I skipped one. one! I, I skipped
2: one, no, my bad. Yeah, my bad. Before that, I just want to say that we're also planning on working on Spheres of Might's expansion soon. Like, we have uh, held off on that for a while. We wanted to let the dust settle. We wanted to give the system a chance to breathe, and now that we're comfortable with it, that is definitely going to be something that's on the horizon.
1: So systems are like wines; so you have to let them breathe.
0: That's exactly what i was thinking of. I'm like, ooh, good
1: vintage. Yeah, it is a fine system.
2: We're well, wafting. We have, like, We're we wafting. have to see if like somebody's going to come up with the these three talents let you teleport into God's skull or whatever.
1: <laughs> oh, good.
2: Not out about that. I don't and think so I'd
1: want to be in God's skull, even if, if I had the option.
2: Place, I would vote against it.
1: God's as your skull personal position, like, I don't recommend it.
0: As God's Skull sounds like a great metal band name.
1: Mmm, it does. You know, there's a re- I need to, like, have oh. it up always. There's a subreddit. Sounds like a band name.
0: I wrote that know. subreddit. I know.
1: Well, there <laughs> we go. You need to have it up all the time during this.
2: Kind of important,
1: man. I'm not sure why I didn't remember it was you who did that. Because I'm like, yes, <laughs> I mean, finally, someone did this. I mean, where else am I going to have, uh, what was it, uh, electric grasshoppers, cast iron bagpipes, and diesel-powered hookers? I mean.
2: Do you say that? And I had an ex-girlfriend who actually made an album cover for the fake band that I had. (laughs) She was a graphic designer. Was it called
1: Diesel-Powered Hookers, though?
2: No, because then I would have been a boy with Just
0: saying. Yep. Alright, alright. So, favorite project that is not yours, oh, that you can't benefit from?
1: Uh, so, Mask of Merlothatep came out, and that's awesome. It's all updated for 7th edition Call of Cthulhu. That's cool. Yeah. And despite the fact that he already owns the previous version, my GM is going out and buying it because of who he is as a person.
0: He's a good person. He supports us and that's how we eat.
1: I mean, that's fair. Hmm. Uh, the the art looks really gorgeous
0: the cover's been haunting me on a drive-thru for weeks now i think Mm
1: -hmm. yep exciting stuff oh man an original six chapter campaign Ooh, i like it
0: all right so um mike what do you got
3: i thought this weird well okay so the thing that i'm gonna talk about came out a while ago sure it's it's like uh four swords of wizardry it's called grandma world grandma world grandma world hold on i'll get you guys a link uh. so i guess it started as a typo where somebody was like let's do a gamma world car- campaign oh, but they no. actually wrote grandma world
1: <laughs> so a, i'm so glad
3: yeah it's it's a it's a post post-reti- post-retirement uh adventure game and uh now you can get grandma world figures like, paper printout figures for your Grandma World game. And I was like, well, people need to know Grandma World. Like, I, I, next time I visit my grandma, I might buy a copy of Grandma World and see if I could sell her on it. Like, hey, Grandma, do you want to play, like, Sword of D&D? It's about grandmas. Oh, no! Our stream is gone.
1: What? Oh, no!
3: Does something on the screen. What does it say? I can't read it. Oh, it's your drive through RPG. You gotta... You, now we're yeah.
0: going to. Okay, the stream I is still going. Yeah. Okay, I got
3: you. I'm thinking, I got you. There, I'm like, no. Wait, no, we're good? <laughs> so, yeah, Grandma <laughs> World. Uh, if you if you are looking for a lark, uh, that'll probably do you. See, there you go. That's a Grandma
1: World. I'm so excited, actually. It's kind of like uh, there was that Tumblr post that was going around about how, you know, clearly the gods should pick a more stable chosen one with more yeah. free time, like Grandma. Oh, I've seen
2: it. I've Yeah, seen like
1: it. this is how you make that happen.
2: Yeah, did you see the one where uh the old lady goes instead of blank? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so great.
3: Yeah. What's uh what's Cobalt Sages?
2: I was just about to bring that up. Like uh Cobalt Sages is this uh new startup publisher who uh I met entirely at random, but they have joined the Dev Court as I call it and they are doing their own campaign setting and a lot of the people working on it are completely new to the industry.
0: Good luck or Godspeed, you glorious bastards.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. It was something that I had to pass on because I was doing like X other thing at the time and I've been just trying to help them get started because again, like I've been wanting to help people get into the industry. And they are slowly starting to work on their campaign setting, which has a lot of weird ideas with symbiotes and other crazy stuff that, uh, I, I'm jealous that I wasn't able to jump in on.
1: Yeah.
2: Like you can only do so many things at a time and like, I, I, I know I still had the chance to work on 8th when I was like a year ago or so. And I didn't have time for that, and I'm still kicking myself about not getting on that campaign setting.
3: Uh, They have a Thean race. That's hilarious. Uh, This is a Pathfinder, they're doing stuff for Pathfinder, so it's not that kind of Thean race. And it's not spelled the same way. Oh no, it's (laughs) player species. Oh, their place is... okay, no, no, the world is called Thea. I thought it was... okay, never mind. It's spelled differently. It's spelled T-H-E-I-A, so I thought they were making a play on words for like like, the (laughs) Thaeans. Um, which I guess these are technically Thayans, just not those kind of Thayans. I me. think you
0: lost me, but I'll <laughs> take your word for yeah. it. Thumbs up, Mike. That's what you're getting from me.
3: The most well-known wizards in Forgotten Realms of yeah. the D&D campaign are the Red Wizards of Fae. True. true, oh. true, true,
1: true.
3: Yeah, yeah, so I thought they were doing like a... Didn't did yeah. put those two together, actually.
1: All right, so, um... Oh, that reminds me, my my group that was playing Call of Cthulhu got the black cube in for, um, oh crap, I can't I remember a game, it's the new thing from Monty Cook Games. Uh, no? No, it's not, it it's not new mirror. Uh, oh gosh. Offering Is the that the Sandy or thing? Uh, no. Um... Invisible Sun. That's why Oh,
3: it's, Invisible uh... Sun, yeah, it's right, that's right, that's right
1: and one of the the guys in the group dropped like six or seven hundred dollars on the black cube and oh my god we're all pumped it's gonna be great <laughs> cool
3: what you should video cube? it and and keep a video and send it to us I don't
1: that's weird. well is. we do have a video of um oh, of uh the guys who uh bought it opening it so why is
0: the black cube?
1: uh it's basically i assume you could buy the stuff separately uh, but it is in fact a cube that unfolds very nicely, uh, it has some little drawers that you can pull out, and it has very fancy character sheets, and, like, all the books in it, and just ridiculously schmancy stuff. It's, uh, okay. I think I shared it on my Twitter, Yeah, so uh, if like I wants to check collector it out. Set thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm being very specific. Ah,
0: okay. Sorry, I'm making sure for the folks at home, because I had no idea either, so...
1: Yeah, no worries. Uh I will track down that tweet real quick.
0: Anyway, I don't have anything. I'm uh, I'm boring. I've been heading
3: the you know the dev cycle, so as one does. Not everyone has the talent to find stuff like Grandma World.
0: <laughs> I, I am quite impressed with that one. That one is
1: amazing. Yeah. Yep.
0: A plus. Luck so. attribute what so do we uh do you want to move on to Starfinder, Pathfinder news some speculation?
3: Yeah, let's talk about okay, so how about resonance? Did you guys read the resonance rules? That's the magic item thing, right? Right, right. So in Pathfinder 2, the way it works, magic items will like, you know, just work, right? Like so they'll just have some abilities, some of them just work on all the time. Some of them still have like per day abilities, and then other ones have like you spend resonance point and it activates this. Or maybe you spend more Resonance points and does a better version of that and your Resonant Points recharge every day and you get extra uh, if you have a higher Charisma modifier. Which so, I'm all the fuck about, because
0: Charisma is the best! I just say, we've written that already and I'm like, upset. We've written uh, it twice, in two different, similar ways.
3: Whatever, Ooh. I'm glad that they're doing
0: it it needed to Me be too. done. That's I'm why Granthia like,
3: has Attunement rules.
0: Let's say, there, there's that and like when we, we put out uh, our, our shifter, right before they put out their shifter, and I'm like, conversion design, man, it's a hell of a thing. But, no, I'm glad to see it. I like the way that's working, though. I like that, hey, look, Charisma has a use other than, you know, social skills. Exactly.
3: More power for Charisma. That, I haven't really kept up with the other stuff, though. I know they, they talked about the Ranger or something, and I, I read a little bit about the Monk, uh, and I was like, okay, this all seems all right with me. Uh, do you guys do any, any more? I,
0: I am keeping myself more or less. Like, I'm looking. I'm skimming them until the playtest comes out, and then I'm jumping on full on. I am only oh, going to Monk.
3: Just a month, y'all.
2: Yep. Yeah, I, I've been trying to keep up with the previews, but all of them are so piecemeal and yeah. very hard to use without any context.
3: I that, read, like I like two or three of the articles before I was like, oh, "Okay, so these are the full resonance." Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No, like it. We've been talking about it a lot in the dev court, and it's been like the previews aren't really telling us anything. It's all style and no substance to anything that you can actually glean from it. And it's, it's been difficult, because I've wanted to learn more, but none of the previews are telling me anything that like, I feel like I can use.
3: If you go through all of them, there is I feel like 10% or less of each one of those posts has useful information. That's why I'm waiting for the playtest. The rest is just you know them talking about the process and which is so cool and important and stuff. But yeah, I would maybe be a little bit more giving. But I'm also not on the top of the RPG
0: industry, so. So um, we seem to have some notes on something that is very polarized between Mike and Savannah here, RPGs as pamphlets.
3: Oh, well, that's yep. way that's further down. That's further down.
0: Oh, that's uh, further down. Never mind. I, I want
3: to mention section. this. So I okay. Had there's
1: the there's the incredible the there.
3: revolution or revelation the other night. And it was unfortunately not true, although I, meh. So, I, I've been told that the Paizo golem symbol thing has oh, yeah. to do with Kyle Hunter <laughs> saying that uh, it kind of looked like the symbol Pi, and that worked into the whole Latin Paizo means play. But, hear me out, what if it shows golems, because golems are created by wizards, and Pathfinder is a work possible because of Dungeons and Dragons 3.0. Year two four, Paizo was created by wizards, thus
2: goals. You're going full I feel like. There,
1: man. I feel like even if they did like if that was their plan, I'm not sure that they'd necessarily like want to like spread that around at this point in exactly. their being a company. Exactly.
3: I, I don't know. I don't know. It's they a day, they're welcome to say whatever it is. I'm, I'm, mm.
2: you know what, it's I
1: stupid, mean, I accept your headcanon, and around. I like it a lot. I, li- I like, like
3: they, your reason better than theirs. They beat down their masters and then traveled off into space, and who knows what's about to go down next. Like, that's so awesome! <laughs> ah!
1: See, Mike, I feel like that means that you need to write an adventure in which golems beat down their masters and go into space. I
3: think I do. I think I do. I need to write the allegory of Paizo and just call it that. Just don't even hide it. The <laughs>
1: allegory of
3: Paizo, an adventure for four fifth level characters. Yeah. I like it. But yeah, 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 Eric was like, see, no, "I feel like, that's like
1: how I uh, you'd have to do like in the company of golems." I actually, in <laughs> hindsight, if that hasn't been done, it should be. Like, you it should work with right so Publishing yeah. and do in the co- company of golems, and that should be your starting adventure.
3: Maybe we'll see. I should probably do all the things I actually have responsibility to do first, but I want to. Uh, maybe. Maybe. All right. So. Uh, commie dude and authorial responsibility. Oh, we talked about the authorial authorial
0: responsibility last week, actually.
3: Oh, okay, all right.
0: But yeah, talk about the commie dude. I didn't want to. I want to go too much into the story (laughs) without uh you, and I'll give you a follow up to it afterwards. But go ahead.
3: So uh, ever since Operation Nazi Smasher came out, www.operationnazismasher.com, all proceeds go to charity to fight fucking Nazis. Uh, I get shitty people coming after me on the internet. Uh, Mm -hmm. One of them uh has has jumped on to Scott like a like the ticket is. Um yeah, he he got all he went well, he went after twenty ninety nine Wasteland saying that it was a commie RPG and yeah. so I respond to yes friend we have all the commies in the wastelands. Come and you know he figured out I was trolling him pretty quickly. But um yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't understand uh people yeah he uh he jumped onto
0: the Mamtar, which to be fair is a little bit uh Left of center, yeah. because um, it's it's like a it's a man tar as you'd expect it, like a man on top of a man. But it's I'm a, so glad. But it is a uh, one. They have alternate gender. Okay. Ah. Discuss gender role and interesting stuff like how other races view them, how they view themselves, how sexuality works with that, and it was a really interesting piece to write. And he was like fucking leftist SJW blah 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 blah. And everyone just commented like dude, I'm fucking buying this. And Good the,
1: advertising.
0: And I'm just like, yeah. hey, man, you just got me, you sold a bunch of copies for me. Um, and uh, his post eventually got flagged and taken down and I'm not, I'm not, I'm just like, you people saw that that was what it was and they're like, oh, cool.
3: I was just polite with him. Like, he, he did the thing on YouTube and I made fun of him and then Luis, who works at Paiza now, was like, hey, he's on the HyperCore main book, too. So I went there. I was like, "Hey, man, maybe you don't want to like insult the employees of the company on their forum." So, yeah, I don't know. Does he still even have a user thing, or do they? they just... uh,
0: I don't know. I haven't looked. I'm sure it. he'll be back. They have nothing better to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, I can't right. come up.
1: Can't uh, Trolls never die. They just make more dummy accounts.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm not sure if we want to talk about it. But there was a bunch of discussion recently I've had with a few publishers of going forward. Like, what what are you doing
3: with Pathfinder two coming around? Varientia Rune War, except we're not calling it that, and we're still working on the title. So, so are you continuing to I support like... Pathfinder one,
0: or are you moving completely to Pathfinder two?
3: Moving completely to Pathfinder two.
0: Um, we have a few legacy things we're going to carry over, I think. Um, but otherwise, we're going to do a bunch of bring a bunch of our stuff over. But we're not. I think we're going to see. Production of Pathfinder
3: One after and the Kitchen Sink. Yeah, I mean, Owen said it. As long as people keep buying Pathfinder One stuff, that people keep making it. So you know, I I wouldn't I wouldn't start putting eggs in that basket until I actually get my hands on the playtest and review it. That's what direction that what form of support
0: that that we get would provide for it is going to be largely dependent on how the game is and the response to it. If people are just like, no, keep on Pathfinder, be like, all right.
3: I'm sure, I'm sure Paisa's going to do that, too, if people are like, hey, fuck this. <laughs> like, they're going to like, hey, you know what? You guys are right, fuck that.
1: More Pathfinder!
3: But, yeah. Uh, I, I'm we sure it'll be a it.
1: new system, I'd be down with it.
3: Yeah, like, I'm, I'm positive it'll go over well and be a great game. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, and you want to talk about do mechanics match gameplay assumptions? Dell, you want to give us some more context?
2: Okay, so for this, again, this was about the previews, and it's, it was getting discussed about the concept of the further we've been getting into APs like Adventure Paths, the more we've been going into a narrative style of combat. Well, a narrative style of play. And the thing about that is is Pathfinder 1E is honestly more of an attrition game in how its mechanics are built up. You use your abilities, you go through the dungeon, you have less of them, and then you get to the final encounter. But with a lot of the ways that Pathfinder 2E is working, it feels like there's a very real issue of if it's narrative or if it's attrition gameplay based. When you look at things like the new Barbarian Rage, which is Rage for three rounds, then you stop, then you Rage for three rounds, then you stop, and you can do that infinitely. And there's other small mechanics like that, like how Resonance is an attrition mechanic. Like, when you that's... say
3: attrition, traditionally that's re- re- just resource.
2: It's a yeah.
3: resource driven yeah. game. Yeah. And like, when you well, make yeah. adventures, you can expect to expend 33% of a resource each of the combat encounters, mm-hmm. so there's three encounters a day, blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, I think that's one of the reasons they're breaking the game into different modes, right? Like, I think when you're doing combat mode, it's going to be the same resource game that we know now. And then when you're doing exploration mode, it's going to be like halfsies. And then what's the other one? Narrative. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Answered. So, yeah, now I feel much stronger about my statement there because I completely forgot. Is it actually called narrative? I don't remember. Oh, okay.
2: There's like the narrative, there's the combat, and then there's the downtime, I believe it was.
3: Downtime? Okay, sure. Yeah. Downtime sounds like it's half and half and then... Honestly, half. I really like the idea of inclusion
0: of downtime as a thing because it's like, oh, when does crafting occur? Downtime. When do you heal? Downtime. And it's like blocking that out more.
3: Codifying like, it into mechanics in yeah. like a concrete way is helpful because it was there before. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, you can retrain. And oh, okay, well, how long is it going to take me to retrain? Here's like 500 different ways that can work out. Uh, now it can be simplified into just like 10 different ways or whatever. Um... Dave, I mean, uh, Pony Finder, Dave, wants to know uh, if we are worried about split player bases. I am not, because I am spread across all these different fucking cheats. So I'm good.
0: Honestly, um, I think there's going to be a lot of crossover. And like I guess I still think even after Pathfinder 2 launches, we're going to see some... The same people will be playing, I think. Um, they're doing a lot more to make it accessible. I think they going to bring more people in that door, too. Sit at that table for the first time. So I'm not as concerned. I think also the wants and needs of
3: both those groups will be similar, if not the same. So what has me here is that I think we're going to see a, a lot of people who were not into RPGs at all before, and we're into D&D 5e, see and hear about Pathfinder 2. So Pathfinder 2 is going to outsell Starfinder and Pathfinder. Oh, yeah, so definitely. Right mm-hmm. it going down, it's going to blow it out of the water, because the pond has become a, a sea. Thanks to uh, Twitch and the huge popularity of Critical Role and D and D. So, uh, even if everybody who was hardcore on the Pathfinder one now were the only people that went over to or stayed on Pathfinder one, and they only picked up new people, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have huge concerns about the player base for at least I don't know, three months.
0: Oh, I just realized I'm really dark because I have my light on.
3: Dun dun dun.
1: I mean, to be fair, I think I look blindingly light enough for all of us, so.
2: Thanks for taking on a perfect the team there.
0: There you go. I was sick the other day, my grandma goes, Scott, you look pale. We we both look at each other like, we both go, you're always pale.
1: (laughs) I mean, Uh pale.
0: Mike, do we want to move on to uh, D&D 5e?
3: Do we have any actual D&D 5e news, aside from the fact you're making spiffy books? Spiffy books!
0: Go yeah, they're doing like
3: Spiffy Special Collection Edition Dungeon Master Guide and Player's Handbook and uh, Monster Manual, it looks like.
0: I'm in Pulper Ennies list, so.
3: Yeah, other RPG news! <laughs> the
0: Ennies 2018
3: have been announced.
0: So, here is the post. I don't know if you guys, how much you guys can see, so.
3: Uh... Uh, you can see your Chrome window.
0: Yeah, it should, it'll be there in two
3: seconds. It should work. Oh, I'm going to have another column on uh, the end world soon, everybody. It's cool. Dulu and like this. Epic oh, monsters. Yeah, have a on, uh, world soon, cool. Best adventure. Okay, kind of read that a little bit. And there we go.
0: Be something like that. Sorry, I'm
3: like adjusting it and watching the stream, <laughs> so
0: I'm trying to like fit it in right.
1: Multitask.
0: Uh, yeah, it works. All right, but yeah, best adventure. Uh, we got. We're not gonna read off every one of these, are we?
3: No,
2: I
0: would hope not. I think I'm just yeah, gonna be But yeah, uh, any anything surprise you? Um, anything interest you? Go, you make you go ooh.
2: I I think one thing maybe went aw and that was uh that we have a lot of Zack S nominations and uh, not a huge fan there. For art? Well not not for art, for writing.
0: Oh, sorry. Um I like that we have <laughs> like the best art interior. You see Starfinder, Starfinder cool rule book and then like 500 artists listed. Of the laundry list, yeah. yeah.
3: I, don't need any of those. I was disappointed that Book of Exalted Darkness didn't make best cover, but what you can <laughs> do.
2: As you should be, this cover is amazing.
3: It really is. Andy just absolutely, completely destroyed it. Uh, Sorry, right. I'll submit it next year.
0: Ah, oh, transgressions! Th- this right here is a travesty. This is a travesty. Best podcast is not listed with Professional Goblins Podcast. Did
3: we submit ourselves? I don't know if I we were. That, we is, we
2: not not that yeah. is not You're the
3: point.
0: That's not the point.
2: It's a travesty, that, right? Regardless, <laughs>
3: how how dare we? I don't we think, think we were even a podcast at the point. So we still. I hadn't had a, a hosting service yet. Yeah. So um. I
0: well,
2: guess... the writing campaign can start now.
3: Hashtag right, end for any. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Hashtag end for any. The four as the... As I as like true. it.
0: I gotta say, I, I, did, I did really like Packed Worlds, so... Best that I'm glad to saw that.
3: Uh, Bluebeard's Bride looks sweet as fuck, so that makes sense. It's on best production value, so... Uh... The, 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 the Sentinel's Comics RPG starter kit, really?
0: I've never... You know what
3: the thing is, though? I have
0: not. Heard, I haven't even played uh, Delta Green, but apparently it's like in everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've played it either.
0: I've never even heard of it. I've, I've seen the name, but I don't think I've ever like clicked on it.
2: <laughs> yeah, Jay Gray was telling me that it was apparently really good. What is it? Like he's expectant. I have no idea. He's just like, "Hey, this thing's good. You're gonna lose to it." I'm like, "Yeah, okay."
0: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
2: Like enjoy your silver medal. I'm like I will. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, it's kind of like uh, unnatural mat- like, horrors versus uh people. Are
3: right, these fifth edition?
0: I'm gonna close that
3: down. I don't know. If there's okay. No wait. Uh, no. This is another anti-fifth edition year. No. Now there's fifth edition thing on here. All right
0: another anti-fifth edition year i
3: like it Uh, there's a couple years where you can tell like oh these judges do not play this game i see okay
2: uh yeah something i was happy about is that uh legendary games actually got a nod for one of their younger player adventures
3: that's good i like
1: seeing those
2: it was like a feast for feasting i believe i can't remember
1: feast for feasting
2: it's for the children. They like things. alliteration when it's the same word. I mean,
1: I, I thought it was good. It, it a feels like
2: it's a like a feast for... These are all words that you can use to describe things.
0: That's true. True. Aren't most words words you can use to describe things? Don't Ooh. sass me. <laughs> um, Alright, so that's kind of the any nominations that we've had. Um, do we want to talk about any other cool things like rpgs as pamphlets that savannah is apparently dedicating her life to and uh, mike is going to this assault her castle and uh <laughs> i, think I mean to be fair i wasn't to
1: going to dedicate my life to it until mike wasn't big on the idea now i have to so i have spoken you before you created this of my fear that the wonderful. rpg
3: industry is going to become a pamphlet industry
0: so savannah first off give us a basis here what's going on what's going down what tell us about uh, your the... passion
1: the The argument is that so much of the player base are, you know, ostensibly adults with lives and stuff. What? Uh, and how? I know, right? And how much more handy would it be to have like the basics of an RPG in a pamphlet, and instead of releasing one large book, you could have like fifteen pamphlets.
0: I can dig that. Uh, I can, no, especially could... if you get the file to be able to print them on like on command so you hand one out to each of your players.
1: Mm-hmm. And so it would just be uh nice to have like something compact that you could like run in an afternoon or whatever, and you don't have to worry about the uh the intimidatingness that is reading an entire book as witnessed by Mike and I and Starfinder.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I've uh, books, so... Uh...
0: so Mike, uh counter argument here let's hear your points
3: nobody i have ever it's met got once. into rpgs because they read a pamphlet
1: i don't think there have been enough pamphlets for that to be a valid observation that is i am
0: uh, awarding a, a blow for savannah here
1: i disagree
3: <laughs> i disagree free, free rpg day has been a tradition for over 10 years at this point and their right. whole thing is pamphlets
1: uh, no so it's, it's small books that may be able to be translated into pamphlet for. here mike
0: I, I, I will say that I've heard people join from Free RPG Day, so yeah, they get they
3: get they get their their taste to crack for free, and then yeah. they come to the dealer and they get a book, and they get sucked into it like the rest of us did, and that's the that's the joy of it, and it's already an industry where the what you get at the end product has a stupid stupid remediation value, like your dollar to value or entertainment ratio for an RPG is higher than anything else except for maybe a bicycle, maybe, hmm. maybe a bicycle. <laughs>
1: no, bicycles are horrendous contraptions with not enough wheels.
3: Right, but I mean, like, the, the amount of money you pay for an RPG book and the hours you get out of out of reading and entertainment for it are not, like, a penalty. That's ridiculous. Well,
1: I'm not saying that the uh, price is what's prohibitive here.
3: Or, well, the, her argument that, like, people don't have time to read the whole thing, like, well, what? What? You don't want to read the book? Like, then don't get the book. Like, don't read that part of the book. Skip how long has it taken Wait, you to read
1: Starfinder, you Starfinder,
3: Mike? I read Starfinder in, like, uh, less than a week in, in between work stuff. I just haven't read the Starship Combat stuff. Which is which is part of the game, to be fair. Right, it's a big right. And when I'm ready... Right, and we dawdled
1: we we around not it, having not read it. We stopped having read it for how long? I am long?
3: a publisher, so my understanding of the rules needs to be A, recent and current, and B, accurate whenever I go to work on the material. I'm not doing Starfinder design work for months. So no, I'm not going to read the rule book carefully at this point. Because so, um, that's not where my, my production schedule is. Can I slip in here? I feel
1: like that's slightly irrelevant, but OK.
0: So here's what I'm going to say. There are enough people I know out there who would love, they just love those games that are just, hey, check this out. Bam. Um, it's a real quick rule set. That they just jump in and jump out. They don't give a shit about the the larger thing. And there are people who love that. There are people who would. I, I, so I think we're gonna find that both sides will still exist. Oh my God, what's her name? She was on Forever Ago. She works in the for the DNC right now. Uh, what the hell is her name? She writes a, a little like LARP pamphlet things, like the few-page LARP things.
3: Oh, uh, Jacqueline Brick.
0: Yes. Yes. Her things are awesome i love i loved reading her things and that's 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 basically pamphlet work and that's not an insult that's i i like that stuff you know but i will different-
1: admit that at my friendly local game shop when i was in college uh there were some like small rpg things uh they were mostly very niche like there was one where you like played as squirrels and i think probably done with the same thing there was somebody where you were like cows uh and they were supposed to be kind of like spoofy things. Uh, but to be fair, they did not look nearly as sexy as the books. No. Um, and I assume that they did not sell as well as books, because no one's heard of... It wasn't Battle Cattle. It was something similar. No one's heard of it, is the are point.
3: You, are you going to be absorbed and, and transported into a world with a pamphlet?
1: I don't see why not. I'm gonna say have, that I think have you ever anyone I'm just saying, it works for can? Disneyland. I don't see why it wouldn't work for everyone else.
0: Again, um, I think it's. Di- I think you're talking about different products, different
3: mediums. I mean, y- you see, you see. But you if know, you want a pamphlet, just get a quick start guide for the RPG you're talking about. They all have quick start guides. They're all pamphlet sized. All right, all right. I,
0: th- I think we kind of got to call the <laughs> the blows here a little bit, or else we're going to get into another Muppets Christmas debate.
1: Um... <laughs> hey. See, just for the record, this is the sort of thing that you can agree to disagree about. Totally, totally. There's some things no. that you can't. No,
3: there's a danger here, and I've talked about it before, about the pamphletization of the RPG industry. And now it's going to stop being any small publishers releasing big books. Because they're not going to have the capital to do it or the resources to manage it. And so it's going to become, we have an office building and we can afford to put together a four-page book. And the rest of you are stuck making 10-page PDFs every week for the rest of your fucking lives.
0: I mean, that was me when I started out.
3: I think we were 12. That was, our, that was our average. Right, and it's a viable business, but we've had this discussion before. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned for it. I don't think it's a good trend.
0: All right, all right. So, Mike, will, uh, Mike gets my six log. points and Savannah gets a score of 87%. Anyway, so, um, do we have any other media of interest tonight or do I move on to that? Sorry. Ooh. I can't think of
3: anything you know, in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, New, I New have season of Glow is really good, actually. I watched
0: oh, is it. I, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's good. I just finished up a uh, Luke Cage,
3: actually. Season. Four. I haven't gone to season two, of Luke Cage. I need to. Um, one
0: I've thing, one. one thing to look forward to. There's a crossover episode where uh, Iron Fist shows up. He's not as
3: terrible. Did they do anything about the hair?
0: Yes. <laughs> they did. He has like a normal haircut now.
3: Thank fucking god. That was killing um, me
0: and he has some real like character development with luke cage and luke cage has some character development due to him and he's still really terrible at martial arts but the <laughs> stuntman is really good i guess well that's good someone has to be um ant-man and the wasp comes out tonight um, well, that'll be awesome i look forward to that Ant- ant-man i
3: think, I think is my favorite marvel movie honestly i feel weird saying that but
0: uh, some of the reviewers I'm friends with who have seen it have said, without spoilers, mm-hmm. it's not as good as the first one, oh. but it's its own movie, and it's very... it's It takes it in a different direction. It's still good. There is no uh, recap from, what is it, Carlos uh, of the entire MCU, though, and that is... It's definitive to the DVD. Yep. Um, like I said earlier, the one thing I got is Gorillaz had the new Now out, and it's pretty good. It's very chill. Um, it's like... I don't know. it's much more like low tempo than the other than like their uh stuff and you're not picking up
3: at best buy because they don't sell cds anymore
0: they uh i I actually pre-ordered it on google music for once and i was just seeing if that was a viable thing i want to support them you know i don't want to just be a complete youtube pirate um but i do watch their official videos if that helps at all and youtube red red so they get some money from that but, um, but we're telling
3: people they exist to have a new album, so we're helping
0: out. Thank you. Hey, but like I said, I actually bought it, so it's and it's worth it. It's it's a little short. I think the tr- I think it ends up like with thirteen tracks or something, fifteen or something. Because normally they're a little bit more than that, but, but and it just flows really nice together. I loved it. I don't know. Um, I will definitely check it out. So let's see. Um. So do I move on to uh, current Kickstarters? Um, and you got something for us?
2: for kickstarters i
0: would just say for other media of interest anything you want
3: to talk about
2: aside from just the fact that hopefully i'm going to be picking up the new monster hunter in august now because
3: oh i finally the oh smash brothers announced in december what is smash brothers new Smash yes. i already yes. have it pre-ordered
2: already Bye. have it
1: ordered that was like the only bonding i've had with my co-workers uh was where we griped about the absence of waluigi <laughs> Like I, I don't talk to my coworkers that. at all.
2: Did you all. hear the reason for that?
0: Yeah, yeah, because he's supposed to only be only being like
3: the the support.
2: No, game. no, there's a specific reason. They said that they didn't include La, Luigi, and it's because they don't think people like him unironically.
1: What? Uh, I mean, I don't see why that should matter at yeah.
2: any. Anyway. Well, it's a Japanese it's a statement of just you guys don't sincerely enjoy Luigi, so we're not gonna put him in the game.
1: I fucking yeah. enjoy playing me It's fun. Especially because he's not actually Wario's brother. He's just a guy who sort of showed up to play tennis.
0: <laughs> That's the greatest thing.
1: Yeah, like he's just he's just a buddy, and he only he's really likes sporty canine. things. Like he,
0: like, and they only have him in the uh, in like the side games. They don't put him in any of the main games. Um, so he's only in the tennis and like cart racing games. So I think maybe the party games, Is he in the
1: party games? He's, the party yeah, games.
2: he's yeah, in the party yeah, games. Yeah, he's in
0: the party games. But he, he's only in like he's not like in the main Mario line ever. He's never been in any of them. Yeah. Uh, and they said that's because that's what his, that's where his spot in like the mythos is or whatever the hell it is. So like, he doesn't appear in them, which means literally he's just some random dude whose friends <laughs> he gets invited to go go karting and like play tennis and oh. golf and then just like i just imagine like he goes back to his office like that's a nine to five puts on a little tie and like takes off the stuff and has like you know like a car salesman or something and then oh look why will luigi says we should go hang gliding off death mountain with mario and his friend and his dinosaur friend cool whatever i heard i heard we're going to the olympics next year cool you know yeah um, um
2: of the lore.
0: Switch
3: and xbox are doing cross-platform play but sony's not because they're uncooperative or something yeah pretty much huh.
2: Super rude.
3: Oh, and um, China says they have laser assault rifles. And yes. I don't believe that shit at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I, I I'm currently obsessed playing a uh, Shadow of War, which is Shadow of Mordor. It's sequel- oh
2: Shadow of Loot Boxes. Yeah. Oh shit,
3: dog! New fucking Overwatch character. Did you guys see that? The fucking gerbil. Yeah,
0: yeah it's,
1: it's, just
0: a like hamster. Hamster, it's a hamster.
3: Whatever. It's a giant like rolling Mech ball. <sighs> I I went away for like a few weeks. And I came back. What is my Overwatch now? I ran into the Reddit the night before, and it was this dude, and he seemed like he was insane. And he, you, if, when you read the Reddit, he looks like he's insane. He's like, no, hear me out. It's a gerbil, and here's why. And he lists out like 20 bullet points. And then, <laughs> like, the next day, it became like top rated Reddit thread. Because, like, <laughs> Yeah, he was right. It's <clears throat> a fucking hamster. And he's fun to play as. I played him on the, the PTR server or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, he will definitely become my new tank character
0: um so so instead of like uh, shadows of war shadow of war i'm like obsessed with lord of the rings lore Mm. and this game infuriates me on that level by the way i'm playing it they don't have the loot boxes anymore because uh they shut all that shit
1: down. gambling no they shut it down due
0: to some like the controversy it had
1: but right but i think the controversy was that it was essentially gambling
0: no, yeah. that, was, that, was, that wasn't from uh, Shadow of
1: War. Oh, not Shadow of War. No, it was in Shadow Overwatch of War, and
2: it. Like, it super went over in Battlefront 2. Yeah, that's
0: why I remember it in Battlefront 2.
2: No, there was a lot of complaints in Shadow of War about loot boxing. Like, you couldn't do the late game without either heart grinding or loot boxing.
1: Ugh. And
2: a lot of people dropped scores on it because of that. Like, because mm-hmm. you could only play, like, 90% of the game without, like, just painfully grinding
0: The I'm um... they're going you know why they left Shelob the spider alone because it was not really doing much but it was really horrifying and protected the back path to Mordor except that time that they sent nine ring rates after it it fought for days and was like a badass and had another ring of power and like I'm like and then you just let it chill yep. you good with that yeah. All right.
2: Cool. Whatever. Aren't you glad they made the spider into a hot chick too? That was like super cool. Oh yeah. That, that's, the that's
3: that's great. I love that part. All I, on, I finished rereading Altered Carbon, and uh, my my uh, 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 critique of the, the the series has changed slightly. It's it's more divergent than I originally thought. I, like I, 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 my memory of the book wasn't perfect. Uh, that said, I thought it was an almost perfect translation before I reread the book.
0: Um, I still haven't watched it, so.
3: Oh well. Books. Oh what? I, oh fuck! I don't know, Scott. I don't know if I'd read the book first or watch it first. They're both super fucking good.
0: I have so many books I'm reading right now, so I'm probably gonna have to watch it.
2: Yeah.
3: I don't know. It's 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 hard to put the book down as soon as you start. It's like um, I don't know. I would I would I would I would coin flip that shit. Like they're both super super good experiences. Um, I am currently reading three books at the same time i'm telling you it'll become one book as soon as you start reading altered carbon like it's yeah at least for me it's like that
0: I couldn't um, put it down. do you guys remember the guy who did uh what was it i think it was the martian no that wasn't the martian who was the fucking singularity trap from oh never mind remember i kept telling you guys about um the the baba verse thing no so the sentient
3: AI oh Bob-overse. bobo Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes.
0: yes yes i wrote it wrote another series that also deals a little bit with some some similar topics very interesting called singularity trap i love it it's amazing
1: right. in my head can the Boboverse is specifically where the Bobadoo came from um,
0: fyi i wouldn't put it past it but it's
3: the dude who sends out bob satellites that replicate more Bob yeah yeah satellites. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's, um, it's run by
0: an ai and they have the ais diverge a little bit each time and it's interesting anyway so, Kickstarters. Kickstarters.
3: Fuck yeah, 20 sided dice. Fuck yeah,
0: 20 sided dice. Uh there are exciting. I can do it like this now. Uh fuck yeah, 20 sided dice. You guys will get a interesting view of my screen here, but nope, come here, you stupid bastard. No, nope. damn it. There we go. Anyway, the um it's literally uh a Dice that literally on the 20 just says fuck and the other one says yeah.
1: Oh, wait. I take it back. I have seen that. Yep. I, I appreciate those.
0: Yeah, the, the one is fuck and the 20 is yeah. Like, that's silly. Um, They only have a $5,000 goal. So, they've made $28,000. <laughs> so, I'm totally down to, like, say yeah, sure, go get it. Um, 15 bucks is easy, 10 bucks of any color, add 10 more for 15.
1: Ugh, so, this whole having a, a gay job thing is terrible for my budget. I'm like, I have dependable money now, I should back all of the things.
0: And they have uh, handmade skull dice holders. I don't know why you'd need one, but the real question is, why wouldn't you need one?
2: Fair. And, that's
1: uh, wild.
0: that's pretty cool. Oh my god, do you remember the campaign notebook I mentioned?
1: yeah Super oh, it's, expensive a different one. One.
0: it's a different one never mind i thought okay. that it was a um i thought it was the same uh they were giving out links to that but it's what bazillion dollar goal that like could never be met for a fucking yeah goal. like i
2: i i didn't see it here but i heard about that like the 60k like
1: oh my god yeah what happened with that do we know uh, uh i can look it up uh, please, please do, do the world and about... by the world
2: I'm i mean me i'm so genuinely me. curious about that so
1: mike
0: there's there's a um there's a product out there and i think the kickstarter has ended if someone wants to look it up uh so if anyone look it up and see if you can uh uh pop, oh, send it over gosh. to me
1: make... i oh, don't I'm even sure. remember what it was
0: called uh, it's called a campaign journal or something
1: oh
3: yeah where the guy just, it was just you record stuff and it's a really nice book it's a really nice book but the thing is though yeah, he's based in Italy. He wanted to print him all in Italy. I remember that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but so he wanted like sixty thousand dollars for basically what amounted to a book.
3: Oh, I thought, no, uh, you might be talking about a different one. The one I remember yeah. was like sixteen, or it was still too high. No, uh,
0: it, it, it was some ridiculous stuff. We were talking about it last week, I think, huh. and it was literally just like, it was a really cool book, and I actually recommended it. And then I'm like, oh, I look at the Kickstarter, the Kickstarter goal. Yeah, no, I would never. You can't get that. I I put together. Nagual for two k, like how can? Why do you need sixty fucking thousand dollars for a little book?
2: They were so big on like all the features of it. It's like all oh, the paper's so nice and the cover is yeah. gonna be great. And it's like that's not sixty thousand. That's not even a little sixty thousand.
3: Tell you from personal experience that no matter how logical and consistent your argument is, some people will just not believe you and insist on asking for a quarter of a million dollars from Kickstarter doesn't matter how hard you try to convince them otherwise they're gonna do it anyway because they just
0: my absolute favorite is there's a uh, a guy out there who has run like an alien truth website out there and he ran it he finally ran a kickstarter for a million dollars and was like i will release all 40 pages of this document but i need the money to run away from the government and disappear <laughs> and i was just like dude seriously he got like five thousand dollars like dude should have just taken it like put it in like a $5,000 budget, taking it and just, like, just dis- like release whatever BS he had and just, re- and just disappear and be like, sorry, guys. The government was tracking me for years. I had to disappear. The $5,000 was not worth it. But the truth was! like That would have been much go- more compelling.
1: <laughs> uh, my Google Foo is is failing utterly. Alright, don't worry about it. Mm. So, uh, what else we got? Eventually, the world will
3: know. Uh, she's gonna tell us about some pocket thing. More
1: pamphlets? Yeah, I know. Yes. Um let's see, to be That's fair, nice. I think it's a small book that, that slides into a little sleeve thing. Uh, but you know, close enough. Um it's a uh pocket companion is like the style. Uh, and it's specifically a tavern guide, and I am a terrible sucker for uh that sort of like it gives you plot hooks and you know, NPCs and all that jazz, and I, I'm a terrible sucker for that kind of flavor i'm looking it up uh, it has 40 taverns fun. apparently let's see and if i, I had worked on long it long. there would have been one called the jovial lobster the jovial Lobster, i like it i have one in every game i run i um, now want to add one called trader joe's <laughs> uh, or traitor joe's i
0: suppose is, uh, this, is it six days to go Eleven thousand three hundred and thirty goal or uh, yeah, i mean they're okay. not
1: yeah, they're not hurting
0: or anything. No, no, no. They're good,
1: they're, they're good. They're good. Uh, but you know, a reasonable see, price the the lady Who like ran away from a pirate ship with all of their treasure and thus turned traitor and uh, the place is decorated with the skulls of all of the people who came to assassinate her.
3: I always relent to the very front of whatever's in my brain and say, that's the bar by okay. the
0: savannah i'm totally thinking of like this as like i don't know it's like your jovial lobster just makes you this little adorable lobster little closet like hi guys and it's just super chibi and like adorable and shit like, i oh, imagine
3: with the jester hat
1: Ooh, ooh yeah, i, I could be down for that, that. Uh, well like- my players ran a game with a Jovi uh there must be a franchise by this point it's one of my my players ran a game with a jovial lobster tavern in it and they were kind of like uh red lobster <laughs> I love it. They had, uh, what was it, uh, River Ridge Biscuits, Ridge River Biscuits, something like that. Okay.
0: I think we need to do, uh, oh, hang on.
2: I so think what's, I what's I what's got, you talking to me about something like this, Savannah.
1: Yeah. At, uh last year. That would make sense. I do enjoy the Jopia Lobster.
2: You were talking about this whole uh, adventure based around owning a restaurant
1: oh yes 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 uh well this was not called the jovial lobster but it was I, my drought running a restaurant thing yeah, i need to get that done. that polished up it and see. The... you
2: haven't finished it already
1: i mean There's i finished it enough to run now. it that doesn't mean that it's enough to like send to anyone and go please send me money
3: if you want to put it in um uh, uh goblinvania that would be fine the drought there would definitely do shit like that real wacky yeah i mean like well that Reread the Goblinvania chapter. It's definitely a thing that draw there
1: would do. That's fair. That's fair. So, uh... Uh, the only uh, thing is the, uh, oh, what was it? Cooking? Ma- culinary magic. That's what it was. Um, it like drew off a lot of that, so we'd have to figure out if it would be cool to use those rules or whatever.
0: Uh, be, yeah. third parties are pretty cool about that.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so today, I have Primordial Power from Toybox Monolith Games. It's already funded. They're only going for seven hundred and fifty dollars. It's a very humble product, and uh, there's a hundred percent heart going on here. Uh, and if for nothing else, you should back it for that. Hello, it's for five e. My name it's, is. Uh, yeah, like I said, you can tell it's, it's definitely like their first like foray, but um, sure. like I said, 100% heart.
1: There we go. Kudos to them for uh, getting funded on the first try. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I mean it is seven hundred and fifty dollars, so. Yeah, and that uh. Definitely a, I like the art though. It's very like simplistic and like kind of earnest.
3: I've seen the full thing, and there are a couple pieces. There's, there's one piece in there that's a, better than this that I would actually use in one of my books. Yeah. But for the most part, it's it's this kind of thing, and it's all the same artist. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, like I said, it feels, it feels, a uh, uh, very home brewy. That's okay. uh, that's some
0: of the best things.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's sort of like, uh, like, uh, getting, getting your mom's chicken noodle soup kind of deal.
1: Hmm.
3: All right. Um.
0: Do we are, are we good with our kickstarters right now? I think so. Yeah. All right. So, um, other than college football, what would you like to talk to us about tonight for the guest spot?
2: Honestly, uh, I had not really thought about it a lot, but there's a few things I think I can mention here. Like, yeah, sure. I I mentioned it a few times in passing, but. I started a discord group for third party developers called the Devcord, and it's been running for over a year now. I started it a little before Gen Con last year because i I recently made a post on my blog about the route that I had to take to get into third party freelancing and let me tell you, it wasn't great wasn't a huge fan of everything that uh entail but uh i re- i thought to myself i don't want to have to have anybody else go through anything as like annoying as i did and i have a ton of friends in this industry so i want to invite them to a place that we can all hang out and we went from probably eight members to about a hundred now
0: hmm. yeah i was we wondering didn't... what you were talking about earlier I'm like the Dev Court? oh Dev cord
1: i mean either would sound cool
0: Yeah, I like the dev court. That sounds cool. Like, who would the jester be?
1: Whoa.
2: True. You know, I actually have to think through our members and just immediately not say Jade Ripley.
0: I'd say there's a a Google Hangout group uh, chat that's kind of a similar idea. It's been going on for a few years.
3: Does the dev court include 5e?
2: Oh, yeah, actually. It does. Uh, we have a 5e section, a Starfinder, Pathfinder, Alternative Systems, and our most popular chat, anime.
1: <laughs> well, there we go.
2: It's not a proud place.
0: That's a, no, that's that, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, is anyone here in this chat not going to say, hey, I'm i uh, I've never watched anime. What is that?
3: Mm. Uh, for people who want to join the dev board, how would they do so? Uh,
2: for the most part, it's invite only, so... I honestly feel like I could put a link here because the people who are watching this would almost certainly be interested in it.
3: Yeah, that is kind of the crowd.
2: So, uh, let me- Lots of
3: the crowd here tonight, by the way. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: A bunch of people watching.
2: Oh yeah. I told a few of my groups about this. Yeah. Uh, because I, I've kind of gotten a bit of a reputation about playtesting and being willing to listen to people.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and it's gotten me a lot of like a grassroots following like people trust me and I like to repay that trust like I've made sure in everything that I've tested, that it makes sure that I am taking into account what's being said even if it's being said in a horrible way at me which pretty often so,
0: one thing to kind of, kind of jump on your point was Mm-hmm. when i started i worked a lot more with other people than i do now because as mike can attest we don't have any time like every hour i'm not working at um i work uh as a consultant on a lot of on a, a business consultant so when i'm not working at that i'm working on a little red product or a fat goblin product or a freelance project or something and I, and and when i when people come to me i always try to oh my god my headphones are all lopsided. it's lopsided nice. um <laughs> I always try to give them like a okay, let me give that like a twenty minute read over and give you some feedback. Um, but if I did that on every uh, everything I get, I really try to do it, I would never get any of my own stuff done. I I, I joke in my Facebook about the number of people who send me their campaign settings, but it's probably three or four times a year I get a hey, this is my homebrewed setting, can you look it over? Here's ten thousand words and it's a fantasy setting that is generic, and I'm just like.
3: I, know, so a crash shoot. I yeah. found a really good guy uh, who made a really super original 5e uh, mechanical class called the Tinkerer <clears throat> and um, I started giving him tips on it and then I got the editor job at E-Insider and then I cajoled and maneuvered to get him like a fucking twice as large as normal article to fit all of the Tinkerer mechanics in and we cut down to fucking 5e.
2: That's Was awesome. that Brad Pouch?
3: Uh, no, no. He goes by the name of Luke Hoop. And he doesn't like giving out his real name. He's up in like, uh, like, Netherlands or something. is way out there. It, but um,
2: you'd be surprised. I, I work with a guy, Onyx Tanuki. He's been on uh, a lot of my KOP projects. Uh, to this day, I have no idea what their real name is.
3: <laughs>
2: I've I have, I have I have never asked.
3: asked. He had to give the real name for the contract. So like, that's the only reason I know it.
0: So I, I have a friend, Richard, who I don't think is watching this, who he was my fencing instructor for years. And we're in the SCA together, so I call him Richard McCood. Um, But that's not his real last name.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, but I always refer to him as Master Richard. He, but like, it's weird when I'm out with friends, we're like, we go to a movie or something. I'm like, oh, hey, Master Richard, why don't you pass me that? If you're we like, Master? I'm like, hey,
1: Richard. It's hey, the nature you? of your relationship. It's that
0: it, Hey, man, you know what? He would He would giggle at that. But, no, it's really weird because I, I only, like, right before I left, I'm like, what is your last name? Like, after knowing him for seven years? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, it's this. I'm like, and I don't remember it right now. Like, I can't think of I have it written down somewhere, though. I'm glad. <laughs> Who's your medical contact? Master Richard. Oh.
1: <laughs> Just yell I back, mean, the answer. As long as you have a valid phone number. I, I, I think do,
3: I know. do. Did you guys not have anybody in your, your like, elementary classes named Bates? Bates? Bates, no? Nobody? We
0: got to call him Bates. I it, so. and I'm
2: just going to, like, let it ride.
0: <laughs> yes, I, I know what you're talking about, but no,
3: no one's name was Bates. <laughs> I followed him well, like, I think we were screaming it when he picked up his high school diploma. <laughs> 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 uh.
0: All right, guys, uh, do we, we want to wrap up here?
3: Yep,
1: uh, I should add that
3: like, we are always welcoming new guests on the show, and oh, I would like you. to get to 100 before we're out, so if people on the DevCord server want to come on the show, they can contact Savannah. Uh, uh,
1: uh, FYI, together. I am at work from 6 to hopefully 2.30.
3: Yeah, we do uh, not promise prompt responses.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, hopefully 2.30, possibly as late as 5, because... I haven't oh, yeah.
0: been um, into that. We, Mike, we are now an actual podcast thanks to Mike, which is hey. just, just blows my mind. We're actually a podcast. We, have, even though we were, how, how many are we at now, Mike? What do you think? Once I send you that. This other is one.
3: episode forty-six, not counting side episodes and other stuff like that. Wow. All right. Well, we'll have to do a few more of those. Uh... Riff. Have yeah. riff. Let's, let's have a moment to consider what we're going to riff next.
0: I have I have this sitting right here, Mike. You know you know I have <sighs> it right. I don't
2: oh, know. Man, man. <laughs>
3: That's pretty good. you about. What are next weird. to my desk for a reason? What other do I have next to my desk?
1: I mean, you could even screen share with us, and we wouldn't have to worry about all I of us
3: was like concerned. simultaneously. Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, we had that special episode. The, the animated series or the movie?
3: I was not sure. I assume we would start with the movie, mm,
1: but we've That's already fun. had a but we
0: already
3: had the special episode with uh, with those. Yeah, yeah, we had uh, Gogs on. And we talked. We just talked about them. We didn't. We didn't rip them. Okay.
1: I mean, I'm down with either. I'm partial to the animated series, but you know.
0: I think that would be fun either way. All right, guys. Well, give me the rod. Oh, Mike, I will. So will master Richard. <laughs> they brought it back. They brought it back <laughs> for the sequel. Oh my God. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight um you and your lovely beard are uh are always a welcome sight on this uh show so many good beards lately yeah we've had lots of great beards
2: without Wait, it so... i look like seven years younger and i hate it <laughs> i will be shaving it for gen con because i'll be cosplaying there
0: okay well, sounds dramatic thank you and the twitch for joining us and everything else anyone who decides to watch us it brings joy to our heart and uh you know we just share
3: the one, so it's important we get as much joy as possible. One.
0: It's
1: true. <laughs> Through other allies, like we start to shrivel slightly. So,
0: is, is this like a lich thing? Is this like?
1: Uh, no, it's sort of like a. Oh, what are they called? The I read the lich pamphlet and the ball i like, pass around the one just... eyeball. We're like that, but okay. it's a heart. All
0: right, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Have a nice one. Peace.